back to the Game Raiders podcast. Uh, Drew and Sergio here with another episode for you guys. And uh, not on this. The Actually, well, by the time this goes up, uh, we'll have passed our one-year anniversary. Woo! Happy birthday to us. I think you mean... Boo. Boo. Oh yeah, because it's October. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. Yes. Um. Yeah. So we're we are in um the the spooky times now. So, um, you know, horror is definitely a, a big. It is a genre of video games that exists. You know, and <laughs> oh boy, it's 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 a it's a thing. I think the real horror is this introduction. Oh. <laughs> uh. uh. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I don't know, like, I wouldn't say horror is necessarily one of my favorite video game genres, but... Oh, I love it. It's one of my, definitely one of my, like, go-to, I gotta play the new horror game coming out yeah. on, you know, whatever. But there's, like, it. a certain magic about October. It's, like, when you're in October, you gotta be playing scary games or, like, watching scary movies, you know? Yeah. So, for you, that's the only time you play horror games? Like, I'm, I'm year-round, no, baby. I mean occasionally like I'll, I'll pop in a resident evil 4 or something like that you know on yeah, a, a little more action on an i mean i guess but yeah but um but anyway yeah so uh we are you know again like i said in october so what better time to talk about horror games yeah, and you buddy. know like some our, of our favorite some recommendations for you yeah to my fellow uh ghoul raiders am i right uh <laughs> Okay, now now it's a horror film. Now it's a horror, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, we had some. So actually, I, I think we did have one in common that we were going to share. But then you said you had a bunch that you wanted to do. So yes, I did. Um, I don't. How many did you actually have that you wanted to initially do? Because I was like, let's limit it to like top six, I maybe think five each. But. Yeah, you had like five, and I was like, yeah. you know what? I was, I was honestly, because I, I was trying not to like copy, um, multi- like I was trying not to do multiple games from multiple different franchises. Yeah, or like yeah. from the same franchise. Same, me, me too. Like I, I know like, and so I was struggling. I when I I did specific games, and then I was like, okay, so this game kind of encapsulates the, the series, the series yeah. and I talked a little bit about the series and so right. Um. So maybe maybe at the end I'll do a little honorable mentions for like the two other games that uh yeah two or three other games that I didn't get to talk about. I think that's good. Yeah. All right. So do you uh, want to start? Yeah, I can start, start with, with our first our first okay. spooky game. Okay. Um, it's this little game from the year 2010, uh, an Xbox 360 exclusive mm-hmm. from Remedy, the Finnish 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 from Finland Finnish. Uh, Finnish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know. They can correct us back there. Uh, from Remedy. Remedy. Alan Wake. Sergio Almendar is not internationally cultured. Oh, Alan Wake. (laughs) Uh, Drew, have you ever played Alan Wake? I have not played Alan Wake, but you know, there is a remaster that's coming out. No, it's already out, buddy. Is it already out? Okay. Um, There's a remaster that is out, so I may pick it up and give it a try. So, it's funny, because I actually never... When I first played it, I had never heard of it before. Um, this was back in my freshman year of college, so it was 2011. Yeah. It was about the year after it came out. And at this time, it was near the end of the 360 era. It was almost the Xbox One was, I think, just announced or about to be announced. And for some reason, I just I remember, like, Xbox just, like, being terrible at marketing games that aren't Halo. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't have an Xbox 360, but you can actually rent Xbox 360s from your library. Mm-hmm. Well, now I think you can rent like Xbox Ones and Xbox Series Xs and Playstations and all that. So I went to the library and I rented an Xbox 360 for the weekend. That's crazy. And they're like, hey, here's some games. And I was like, oh, this one sounds interesting. Alan Wake, never heard of it. I picked it up mm-hmm. and I played it that weekend and I was like, this game is freaking awesome. <laughs> I've never <laughs> heard this before. So it's a, a 2010 third person action horror game. Yeah. Uh, probably the best way to explain it. Again, it's from Remedy. Uh, this is really when they started to separate themselves from like, because they did the first two Max Payne games, if you uh-huh. played Max Payne. And those yeah. are really action focused, gunplay focused, right. you know, slow motion. You're going to dive and shoot and. Right. And this is, this is really that shift to the Remedy we know today. Since then, they've made um, Alan Wake, Quantum Break, Control, Control yeah. and they have currently have Crossfire X, the campaign, coming out, because they worked on that, and Alan Wake Remaster. And For then, the highly successful Crossfire series. <laughs> yeah. So, the game... That's the one that was like... Um, it's only a shooter. I know, but it wasn't... It's they, like popular they, in Korea or something. But didn't they, like, advertise, like, it was like a toys to video game thing, right? I have Where no idea. you have, like, I don't know. I have no I'm idea. Of something else. I have no idea. From all I know, it's like a competitive, like, esports shooter game that's on the PC and it's really popular in, like, Korea or huh. something like that. Maybe Japan. And they're porting it over to the Xbox One with a campaign mode that's done by Remedy. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, and then, you know, of course you get the, uh, online, but that's besides the point. Uh, so this game, Alan Wake, you play as Alan Wake, go what? figure. He is a crime fiction writer. Okay. And he and his wife go on a vacation to a small town to help him get over his writer's block. It was kind of recommended by yeah. his, uh, his agent or something like that. So when he's at this town, uh, his wife goes missing and then he mm-hmm. wakes up and it's like a week later. Mm-hmm. He like gets knocked down. He wakes up. It's a week later. And he's like, what happened? So the whole game is one trying to find his wife while also uncovering the mystery of like what happened yeah. to him, like his missing memories that week, where to go. It and, almost sounds kind of like a Stephen King novel. Oh boy, it is. Like <laughs> so, yeah. But so then, anyway, as you start to uncover these like memories, you start coming across supernatural forces of like these, it's like this shadow infested people. Mm-hmm. So it's like it turns them all like black, and they're like ooh, like shadowy, and uh, and they're actually coming from pages of Alan Wake's unfinished book that he's been working on. So everything he's written in this new horror book he's writing starts to come to life. And like you said, it's it's not really jump scary. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's more tense and eerie. But like it, psychological. Yeah, yeah but yeah. it feels like you're playing a Stephen King book. Right, And yeah. it's actually kind of cool because it kind of feels like they took Stephen King and the Twilight Zone and meshed them together because yeah. it's told episodically. So each each oh. level is like an episode. So it'll play out, you know, maybe like each at once. So I think the game is like 12 hours, so I think there's six. So it's like two hours per okay. per episode. And then it'll end. And then the next episode will start with the recap of what just happened That's and then great. go from there. It's pretty cool. I love Twilight Zone. I love Stephen King. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's fucking awesome. Yeah. And, the, and again, it's not really focused on, like, the, ooh, spooky. It's more like the eerie kind mm. of, like, yeah. um, you know, you, you have ways to defend yourself, right? You have a flashlight that you can use to to bring down the, sh- the shield, the shadow shields of these infested people. Mm-hmm. And then you have your gun. And then you get other weapons like a shotgun and a flare gun to help you take okay. them down. Um, it's a great game. I highly recommend it, especially during this time. Because it's one of those games where, like, maybe you don't like horror games. Maybe you're like, oh, I don't like playing 
like games that like sometimes there there there's games where like it's too much where like yeah. it's just stressful it's like your palms are sweaty mm-hmm. you just like i hate this and all that but I, alan I, wake i think is that good like introduction to like hey uh it doesn't get quite to that level but yeah. it still has that spooky halloweeny stephen king feel that kind of gets you in that mood for yeah for horror games and you said it's like what 10 to 12 hours yeah 10 to yeah 12 hours. so that's i mean that's like a pretty decent uh solid like game time right there yes sir i love it it's one of my favorite games i'm super excited for the remaster yeah um there are two dlcs which i have actually not played either of them okay because again i only are played they included it. with the remaster they are included with the okay. remaster yeah um there's also a spin-off game called alan wake american nightmare which takes a different style it's more focused on i guess this kind of described as like an arcade style shooter which again i have not mm. i have not played it um and then for years for years since the game released there's been rumors of a sequel like what's when's remedy gonna make yeah. a sequel to all in wake and we've got nothing about it then we hear like years later that the the game was canceled and they, they actually released like pre-rendered or like levels that they built and stuff like that mm-hmm. and kind of the story that they're going for but none of that panned out so they they feel like ugh, alan wake fans felt like they were never got a chance to uh yeah you know but then they, they they had an alan wake uh dlc for yeah, control yeah it's right? not mean to okay okay so 10 years later in control and tw- i think it was 2020 maybe 2019 um there was an alan wake yeah dlc for control that kind of took you back to bright falls and connected the remedy verse yeah which hopefully will be an episode we'll talk about later i get more in depth in this yeah. and then it ended it ends on like a a tease of like there's more to come with alan Okay. Like his story's not done, kind of. That's how it ended. That, Alan that, Wake will return. That DLC, yeah. <laughs> and then a year later, we get a remaster for Alan Wake mm-hmm. that's now available on all platforms. Trying to prime you to get yes, you ready. Yes, getting you for, ready. Yeah. And I feel like we're, we're going to get a sequel, at least an announcement maybe next year. Because mm-hmm. I think we've gotten like, it's kind of one of those things where like it's a rumor, but it's like, it's pretty much been confirmed right. without being confirmed. Like it, it, yeah, exactly. Like, like everyone's like, oh yeah, there's an Alan Wake sequel coming out. They know they're working yes. on it, but it, yeah, it's kind of like yeah. Kingdom Hearts 4 or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, so, they, we know they're working on it. And I think they've actually broken up into two teams. And so I think one team is working on a Control sequel, and then one team's working on an Alan Wake sequel. Okay. And I feel like they're gonna, they're interconnected, so I, I do think that maybe there'll be some more crossovers between the two, because I, the characters in both of those games are great and again if you haven't played alan wake you can go get the remaster not a full price game yeah it's, it's 30, 30 bucks yeah and um it it greatly improves on because again alan wake came out in 2010 so when you, I, was, I replayed it recently maybe mm-hmm. um earlier this summer and it felt like a 2010 game yeah right <laughs> With, like the animation stuff like that mm-hmm. but it still felt good um they upped the animations mm-hmm. a lot they fixed the, some of the face issues and uh yeah you should play it oh they got rid of all the product placement <laughs> oh yeah that, that, <laughs> that was one of the things i, I, I did not like about the about game that, is the product yeah. placement is so awkward i remember you talking but, yeah. about that yeah there you go alan wake my first game alan i recommend wake. it Wake. all right, all right you want to start off with your next game sure all right so my first game um is going to be actually a licensed game uh technically and um it is from the studio that is known for making the Total War series. They, that's literally all they do is make Total War games. <laughs> uh, creative Assembly. Um, Alien Isolation. Classic. Classic. Uh, twenty. I mean, we say classic. It came out in 2014. I mean, seven years. But, that can, I mean, that's, that's long enough. It is. Yeah, yeah it, has, it is a long time removed. I also removed. think coming off the heels of Alien Colonial Marines. Yeah. 
This was that, a breath of fresh air. Yeah, like yeah, this is the game people wanted for sure. Um, I don't know how Fire Fire's Team Fire Squad, the new one that just came uh, out. I don't know if that's any good or not. Yeah, I I think Fire Team, I think is what it's called. Um, I've heard mixed opinions on it. Um, but yeah, I think this is definitely the game that maybe we kind of all envision in our heads when we when we think like of our perfect alien game. Um. It is a first-person survival horror game. Yes. Um, it is actually set... So, it, it's set in the timeline of the movies. It is 15 years after the events of the first movie, and you play as um, Ellen Ripley's daughter, Amanda, and she is going to recover the um, the flight recorder from the Nostromo that has been um, recovered. So, she goes to the space station, and shit you know, just kind of hits the fan, you know, she discovers that there is in fact a xenomorph aboard the station and goddamn, I've never been, I, I don't think I've ever been more terrified in my life yeah. than when I'm running from the xenomorph <laughs> in this game. This is a game I've played, I think I've played it twice. Yeah. And, uh, scared to show me both times. Like the first time I you know. play it, it's like, oh my God. The second time you play it, it's just kind of like more stressful. Yeah. But definitely... Uh, one of the better alien licensed games, yeah. I would say. It it definitely um it kind of it definitely immerses you in that world. You know the yeah. aesthetic is very much that kind of you know sort of lo fi nineteen seventies kind of vision of the future. You know everything's kind of low tech, and you know you have like cassette tapes and you know all this kind of stuff that you use to uh, save and whatnot. Yeah. Um. It's definitely more of even though you get weapons throughout the game, you know, like you get a you get a pistol and you get a shotgun and you get a flamethrower and all this kind of stuff. The the emphasis the, they definitely want you to hide and yes. like avoid more because yeah. you can't kill the alien. No, but you can only divert it basically or distract. It. I think with the flamethrower, can't you like scare it away? Yeah, so that's yeah. that's what I mean. It's like you can you can basically um, if you fire the flamethrower at it enough it will like yeah run into the vents and yeah. stuff and go and go away for a little bit but yeah up until that point because you don't get the flamethrower for like a little bit like you mm-hmm. are you are you are very neutered for like Most and you feel the, like it yeah. you feel like insignificant this definitely to this falls into that realm of like amnesia yeah or whatever kind of that where hey you can't kill the thing you just gotta run. Yeah. And, I mean, if you want to get a little bit of spoilers, this game has like one of the great, one of the best uh, twists for me in a game. Did you ever beat it? I mean, I know I know what happens. I did, so you I, never beat the game? I never, I never like finished it completely, but I got like three quarters of the way through. Oh my god, Drew, you got three quarters? <laughs> you never finished it? So did you ever get to the reveal where like you're in the? It's a whole hive. There's a whole bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the alien is laying eggs. There's like a whole nest, and um, that to me was one of the like because then now you gotta avoid yeah a bunch of them a bunch of them yeah at yeah. first you were just worried about one yeah and then it's like um, just kidding <laughs> it's yeah. a whole it's a whole swarm of them but um it's just really cool to kind of get well one to get like a another I guess expanded look at like the universe because like amanda was referenced in the extended cut mm-hmm. of aliens as already having passed away because by the time that, that waylon yutani find ellen it's been like 50 years yeah or like 80 years or something yeah. like that it's been like some exorbitant amount of time 
Um, and she's already passed away. Um, and so it's cool to get like that kind of, uh, more information about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then also just, you know, it's just a, it's just a really, I mean, it's not fun, you know, cause like you're terrified the <laughs> entire time. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's necessarily fun. Um, but it is like a damn good, uh, survival horror game. It's a great game. And, and I think what's cool with this game too, is if you don't want to play the full campaign, they actually have little mini modes where you just got to survive as long as possible against the yes. alien. Yes. Um, they also have, um, DLC that lets you relive the events of the first movie. Yeah, with the actual cast coming back too. Yeah, so you can play as so one part of it you can play as you have a choice between uh, Ellen, uh, Ripley, Dallas, or Parker, and then you have the last part which is just Ellen where you're trying to finally escape the Nostromo. It's great. Um, For, see, I don't remember because I, I got the game and it was already included with it, and I bought the game yeah, day of. I bought yeah, I bought the I bought the Nostromo edition. Or yeah, whatever that's it's it. Called um that had the dlc with it um but yeah this is like again i yeah i can't really hype up this game enough you know like for like if you're a fan of the, the aliens. alien franchise yeah it's definitely not gonna be like it's not like aliens you know where it's mm -hmm. more like you know war and like you no, know this is definitely flying. more uh this is more alien yeah more alien so if you if you loved that aesthetic if you loved the like environment you like the, you love the set design you loved the aesthetic of mm -hmm. that movie you're probably gonna love this game yes it's a great game i highly yeah. recommend it For um sure. okay so my next pick um it's kind of funny we're talking about alien because in my next pick i would say <clears throat> the series as a whole yeah it's kind of like the, the those first definitely inspired by i would say alien movies where yeah. there are three mainline games because they've been like switch the was it a wii port or a wii version Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm talking about Dead Space. Yeah. Um, so the first game was released in 2008, second game was released in 2011, and the third game was released in 2013. And then there hasn't been anything since, and people thought it was over, dead. They closed down that studio that made it. Dead Space is dead? Huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was the studio called? They made Dead Space 3, and then they made a game for a long pandemic? time. No. No. Then they were, making, they were working on a Star Wars game for a while. Um. <clears throat> Oh, uh, Vicarious Visions. No. Right? Nope. They're working on a Star Wars game, and then that Star Wars game got canceled, so then they closed the studio down. Who is it? Visceral. Visceral, that's what Visceral it was. Visceral Games, yeah. yeah. Okay. Not Vicarious Visions. So, for me, uh, I, I did Dead Space <clears throat> 1, but really this kind of encapsulates the whole series. Uh, this is one of my favorite horror series up there with the Resident Evil games, I feel like. Mm -hmm. um, especially because the first two are just so strong. The third one's a little weaker, but it's still pretty good. Yeah. Um, that's the one that's co-op, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, it can be. It's kind of funny because you don't play with co-op. He just disappears, and then he'll come <laughs> back in the cutscene, and you're like, dude, we're right. <laughs> kind of thing. Um, so, like I said, there's a remake coming up, and this is a full remake from top to bottom. Like They're actually going and doing new character designs and re rebuilding everything, so I'm excited for that. That's probably going to come out maybe next year or the year after that. Um, so in the three games, you play as Isaac, mm -hmm. who is an engineer, and he's trying to take down an apocalyptic cult that worships an alien monolithic marker that contains a virus that transfers humans into these grotesque monsters called the Necromorphs. Yep. Have you played any of these games? I've played uh, Dead Space 1. I have not played either of the sequels. Um, but, yeah, like, Isaac is definitely, like, 
I, I kind of liken him to like the John McClane, but in like a sci-fi or science horror setting. Yeah, like where every it's like man, wrong place, wrong, wrong guy, time. wrong place, wrong time. You know. Yeah, like, it's but, kind of funny too because of the first game, he's not. He's really kind of like a not a character. Yeah, you just know his basic motivation is that he's trying to get find his missing girlfriend who was on the Aegis Four. Right. There's a missing spaceship that was infested with the the virus or whatever that turns into necromorphs. Yeah, and uh, he's trying to set, he's trying to get his game, his girlfriend, and that's the setup. So the rest of the game is him tries trying to get him and the crew off the spaceship alive. And again, he's an engineer; he's not like right. A, he's not a military military dude. man or anything. Yeah. So then he like dons like because it's a mining facility, the spaceship. Yeah. So he dons he dons like the miner's outfit, which is like for space. And then he's got like all his other weapons like a mining tool, but like shoots lasers. Yeah, it's like a it's a, basically like a uh, bolt. Uh, yeah cutter or something like that that like fires out these like bolts of like plasma and you have to i remember like you because you have to kill the necromorphs by like slicing off their limbs, limbs if you yep. just go for the body or if you go for the head like if you think if you're thinking like zombies you're it's no, not gonna you gotta go you gotta you. go for the limbs to get yeah. them um the first game is really focused on like, these narrow corridors dark rooms mm. and jump scares and of gore the gore is a big selling yeah. point for these games um where later games like number two where the first game, if you're really into, like, I would say Dead Space 1 is for the palm sweaty, yeah. jump scared, like, oh my He's god. Yeah, mom's spaghetti. Yeah, mom's spaghetti. <laughs> vomit. Vomit on my sweater already. Um, Alien. Please, please don't sue us, so again, <laughs> Alien is probably the best connection. Like, it, it feels mm. like you're an alien. Right. Whereas the second game is, like aliens. is Aliens. Yeah. Where sec- I think the second game for me is personally my favorite of the series, but I would recommend playing the first one if you want to get more of the scares right the and first then, game is definitely like more of like yeah that like yeah, survival it's way horror. more horror yeah and then the second one is, is a balance that perfect balance between action and horror yeah. where you feel like you're iron man but you're fighting these like mm-hmm. uh aliens and there's like really cool action set pieces but also like really good like horror set pieces yeah so it's, it's, it finds that, that perfect, almost kind of like resident evil 1 to resident evil 4 yeah it kind know? of finds that balance and then the third game loses that balance and goes too much into the action mm-hmm. but uh, you know that's fine no big deal so like resident evil 6 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh there's nothing more satisfying than shooting off the limbs of the necromorphs as they're charging at you and then you can like curb stomp them if they're mm-hmm. still moving it's pretty cool um and then as the as the game as the games themselves progress, you actually gain more abilities like telekinesis. You get a gravity gun. Um, you can slow down time with your weapon and all that stuff. So it's pretty cool. Um, and then of course the selling points for these games is just it's super gory. It's like over the top gory. And I remember, do you remember that ad for I think it was the second game where there's a bunch of old ladies talking about the game because they brought a bunch of old ladies into a room and they showed them gameplay footage and then got their reaction and, and they were and they were like that. they were like oh this game is horrible like oh no like who would play the only the worst people would play this and then it's like Dead Space Two <laughs> <laughs> that's a great ad that's a great game I recommend the Dead Space One and Moms actually, Against Violent Video Games yeah something like that it was pretty funny I would recommend. Playing, I would recommend playing all three, but uh-huh. if you only want to pick one that you yeah. want to get really scared, you play the first one. Right. And then from there, you can play part two. All right. So what's your next game, Drew? So it's actually funny um, that we were, I was making the comparison between, um, you know, like Resident Evil to, to Dead Space. You know what, what I really think of when I think of um, Resident Evil? What? I think Until Dawn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You going out of order? Uh, well, yeah, I was doing a joke. That's oh, I was gonna save it for the end. Oh, now we gotta cut all this. No, it's and fine. We'll keep it. No, 
No, cut it so the joke remains intact. Continue. All right. Um, so, yeah. So, Until Dawn is a 2015 interactive horror drama developed by Supermassive Games and published by Sony Computer Entertainment uh, exclusively for the PS4. Um, this is sort of... It kind of harkens back to, like, old adventure games, like almost point-and-click adventure games where you're, where you're, like, exploring an environment finding clues um you are uh, basically the story is like you're there's eight uh young adults who get stranded on a mountain they're, they're like at a at a lodge up in the mountains and they have to survive the night there's a killer on the loose and you know um they have to try and make it to to dawn <laughs> yeah you know hence the name of the game um uh weirdly really i mean not really but like kind of a star-studded cast they got rami malik they got hayden panettiere they got brett dalton from um uh from fucking agents of shield uh and it's just so weird to see these like we're in a party like porn stars (laughs) (laughs) see these actors who are like like rami malik Oscar nominated actor. Oscar winner. Oscar, Oscar win- did he win for Bohemian he won Rhapsody? For Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Um, Oscar award winning actor Robbie Malik. Yeah, shouting lines like we're gonna party like porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, what really sets this game? I, 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 so it is scary. But I would also say it's a little campy, almost kind of like a B horror movie. Oh yeah, it's definitely you know? like that B horror movie. <laughs> Which level. I really love. I really love the campiness of uh, this game, and that's why that's why it made it on here. Um, also, very very um, like you can have a lot of different diverging paths in mm-hmm. this game due to the butterfly effect system. Yeah. So like. All of all of the playable characters can either live or die, depending on your uh, choices. Yeah, and depending on like what clues you find and like you know all this kind of stuff, um, you may be able to to piece together the mystery um, quicker. Yeah. Um. So it's just I don't know. It's just a really fun. It's not like I wouldn't say there's much like gameplay here. It's it's sort of like. It's sort of like half game, half movie, you know. Yeah, it's almost like watching a movie that you make decisions on. Right. It's kind of like it's kind of like the Telltale games. Like yeah. If you if you sure. played any of those, it's gonna feel like really familiar to you. You also get like uh, quick time events and stuff like that. Yeah. So hey, it, don't move. This thing's gonna get you. If it's you move. not as participatory, but it is still. I still think it's a really fun. It's a fun time, actually. I will. I will, I will just go ahead and say it's a fun time. It's a good. Um, I mean, you can probably play through it in one night almost. Yeah, you could definitely do it. You could. I mean, yeah, playing through this with like a bunch of friends is like is is it's it's a hoot and a half. I'll say that. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Fun, fun fact: This was actually originally planned as a first-person game for the uh, for the PS3, and it was going to utilize the PlayStation Move, their little motion control, the little like stick. Yeah, things. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but then uh, the, they uh, Sony just made the decision to um, to move to, it to the PS4, and they cut out most of the motion controls. I think there's still a couple of instances where it's like, don't move the controller. Yeah. Um, Silly. <laughs> you know, but um, uh, or yeah. don't speak because the microphone's on or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, oh, that's something we talk about Alien. That's something with Alien too. What? 
Isolation? Yeah. Oh the oh yeah the the noise because the alien yes. can hear you. Yeah, can hear yeah. your microphone. Um, um, but yeah, so yeah, Supermassive actually has been doing this thing where they've released a new horror game every year. I don't like. I mean, we played Little Hope or whatever. Yeah. I was not a big fan of that one. Um, I think this I mean, is still their their magnum opus. It's gonna be hit or you're releasing one a year. It's gonna be hit or miss on the yeah on the quality. But I mean, you had a good time, did you not? Uh, for Little Hope, yeah. Mm, nah. I kind of just wanted it to end, to be honest Man, with dang, you. Dang, dude, dark. Uh, I, until I, until dawn, I was just like, I like Man of Medan, and then they got one more coming out this yeah. year. I'm gonna get it. I mean, I'm gonna get every single one just because I think it's a cool little thing they're doing. It's like thirty bucks, and you get a full game. Right. So, all right. My last. What's game. your yeah? What's your last game, sir? My last game. You ready for this, baby? All it's right. Doom Three. Yeah, I was surprised by this one. Cause yes, because I, okay. I haven't played any of the original Doom games. Yeah. I've only played 2016 and Bits this, of Eternal. This scrub has only played 2016 and Eternal. I I'm a baby. I'm I'm not ashamed to admit that I'm a baby Doom fan. Yeah. That's so okay. um, like I said, I've played the original Doom and Doom Two, and I never played Doom 64. That's why I never played. Okay. So I don't you know you got me there, but. Uh, Doom 3. Wow, fake fan, fake fan. Doom 3 for the original <laughs> Xbox and uh, maybe PlayStation 2. Uh, it's horrifying. Horrifying. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Doom always kind of had that, like, horrif- horrifying images and setting, but none of the games really ever dove deep into horror as they're right. mainly fast-paced action games that are focused on that ripping and tearing your way through hell. Ripping and tearing. But Doom 3 it changed the game baby it focused more on that horror more on the hellish hellish invasion because you go to mars so you play as a marine you're not mm-hmm. you're not the doom slayer you're a right. marine and you go to mars to i think you're just like security on a security like a normal okay. security trip or whatever when the invasion starts so the the focus of the game is like dark corridors mm-hmm. there are jump scares there's dread you're not able to hold your flashlight and your gun at the same time in this game. Huh. Okay. <laughs> so this is a this was a big critique at the time. So a lot of the time you would walk and you have your flashlight out because it's dark. Like I'm right. talking like pitch black. So you needed your flashlight to see. And you would walk and uh, you couldn't. You had, if you switch to your gun, you lose your your flashlight. So you couldn't see anything, which is what made the game way more difficult. Um, of course, though, like if the uh, the imps, I think what they were called, the, the fire throwing ones would come. They would, they would help light up the area. Okay. Just because of the fire, but I'm talking about like you just can't see shit. Um, this was later changed and later releases. They re-released the game for like 360 and then the uh-huh. Xbox One and PS3 and PS4, um, where now you have your you can have your flashlight and your gun at the same time. Oh, okay. But. <laughs> None of y'all remember the struggle, the struggle. Of, pl- of playing through Doom Three. Back in my day. Back in my day, and this game was like horror game, like horror. Like, there, remember, there was one part you're walking down a corridor, and there's a guy with a chainsaw, but it would like flash in front of the uh-huh. screen, like like a guy with a chainsaw, flash, and then go away. Like but he's not there, so like you're hallucinating, and then you open the door, and then he's there, and he swipes at you, and it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> I remember, um, I played the whole game all the way through. I beat it. And I played it again with the cheat code. It made me invincible. So I just walked around with my flashlight and just <laughs> just bash bash the uh, the the demons and the zombies away. It was great. It's again, it's again, it's more focused on the action, not action, more on the horror. And then of course there was no other Doom game for like that came out in two thousand and I want to say two thousand and four or five. So before the three sixty, so two thousand four or five ish. Yeah. And there was an, another new 
brand new Doom game until 2016. Mm-hmm. So, and then that, then from then on, they went back. They abandoned the horror and they go back to that fast paced action. Um, and again, it's not like those games really abandoned the horror settings, but they just abandoned that horror feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, Doom Three. If you want to go back and play it, get the BFG division the uh, version. Yeah, it's great. I highly recommend it. Drew never played it. He's a scrub. <laughs> I mean, I've played a lot of games that you haven't played. Yeah, but you know, you've only played one Doom game, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so for my last game, uh, yeah, I mean, of course, I we're not gonna end this list without talking about Resident Evil. Um, as a series. Well, I mean, I guess kind of as a series, but more, I'm more focusing on the remake of the first game. Yeah. Um, because I, I think oh, that, of the very first game of the very first game. Cause I think that is the, like the pinnacle of like that. That is like what resident evil is in my opinion. You, you like the tank controls and the fixed, uh, I mean the tank controls while fixed yeah, cameras. They, they do require some getting used to. Um, like I think once you're, once you're in the zone, I think it's like really easy yeah. to actually. So there's one thing about the camera angles is that you could, you know, the way you set it up, you can set up shots to look certain ways. It makes it look cool. Right. I just have issues with like trying to play it, like trying to open a door or walking. It's always right. a pain in the butt. I know but. the door animations, like walking through the, I know these are all like really old, um, you know, tropes. Um, but I still think this, in my opinion, this is still my favorite Resident Evil game. Uh, this is definitely the one. Mm, actually, I don't know about that. I think I've played Resident Evil Four maybe more than this one. But um, so this came out originally in two thousand two uh, for the GameCube. It was part of the exclusive deal that Nintendo struck with Capcom. That Capcom was going to release four exclusive um, Resident Evil games on the GameCube. I think they only ended up doing three of them because uh, they did. Uh, they did the remake. They did zero, uh, zero, and then they did four. Yep. And uh, so yeah, I don't know if they. I don't think they ever got around to making that fourth one. But um, yeah, it's a third-person survival horror game. This actually, this is the remake of the game that birthed the survival horror genre. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is also this game has also been ported to like almost every console under the sun like you know you got the wii you got the ps3 ps4 mm-hmm. xbox 360 xbox one pc um and uh so the original director actually shinji mikami um returned to direct the remake and it just i it just improved on like pretty much every aspect of the original but it still kind of kept the the spirit you know of the of the original game yeah so the like it's still 3D models on uh, superimposed on pre-rendered backgrounds. However, like graphically, this game I think this game still looks beautiful. Yeah, like, it's a big improvement too. And it's still I think it's still it's so clean. It like, holds up. Uh, but again, it's because like it's, yeah, it's not like it's you know working really hard because of the camera angles and all that. Um, but um, but this this game also added like new story beats, new characters and areas that were actually cut from the original game. And this kind of like fleshes out the story. Remind me, did they redo the voice acting, or is it still the same? Yeah, so all all new dialogue, all new voice acting. So you don't have any of that. I mean, you still have, kind of have a little, some nods to it. You know, the cheesiness of the original. Yeah. Um, dialogue, but yeah, there's no like, there's no super cheese, I guess. In this, it it is played up a little bit more. I think like the original, 
was trying to be serious and it comes off a little bit more goofy this kind of just comes off as like more serious like it yeah. is like yeah true that kind of goofiness um the hints of it i would love to see a a re remake remake like in the in the vein of two and three remake yeah they uh, or maybe they maybe. could package package uh zero and this together and make one game that's a re- remake of those maybe i'm not opposed um i do i mean I, ju- I i just love this game so much so i don't know how i i would necessarily i'm not like a hundred percent against it, but yeah. At this point, like, why remake four, which you know they're doing? Yeah. And you can remake the first zero in this one. Yeah. And combine it into one game, and then you know you already have the character model for Jill. Yeah. And Brad, so then you just go from there, and then you can yeah, then you can do four if you want, but right. I mean, um. So yeah, um. Resident Evil. I mean, obviously. So this is a remake of the original game that spawned the Resident Evil series, mm-hmm. or Biohazard, as it's known in Japan um which has gone on you know we're in like eight main series titles god knows how many spinoffs um you know and it's kind of become a a a hallmark you know of i mean the original game is like one of the most influential games ever made and it's kind of um carved out its own little section of the horror genre and it's it's known for doing certain things one of those things is replayability yep um you know all all i would say all of the main series titles at least for the most part yeah are very very replayable they're built for that so for instance in this game you have the option to play as two different characters you have jill valentine and you have chris redfield two members of the stars alpha team and um going through as each character you'll experience like different story beats you'll have to make different choices and you can you can get like a bunch of different endings in this game depending on those choices like you can have literally all of your team die basically if you don't do the right things um and if you beat the game under a certain time or like under certain difficulty settings you know you'll get new weapons and new modes to play with and um it's just i don't know and to me there's something maybe it's nostalgia i don't know but there's some while this is a horror game there's also something innately comforting to me about this game like going back and playing it Hmm. um it is yeah i don't know how else to put it that way it's just it it is like one of those games that I can go back to, I, I guess it's just cause I played it so many times, but I, I can go back to it and yeah, I tried to like basically speed run it, you know, and just try and, um, get the best possible outcome or, or, you know, whatever I'm trying to do with it. It's just always a fun time. And yeah. I, I mean, yeah, Resident Evil is one of my favorite series. So, so can I ask you why this one over our remake two? So, okay, so I had actually, it wasn't even, so unfortunately Remake 2 I don't think was in the consideration for this. Um, This spot was either going to go to RE1 Remake Mm -hmm. or RE4. Interesting. So then why not RE4? So RE4, which I love tremendously, don't get me wrong, but I, again, like I said at the beginning when discussing this game, I think this game captures more of the Resident Evil, like, spirit mm-hmm. i guess versus four like four still has very very like um 
it it was it was going for like a new direction. They were going for like a little bit more action. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not there there are scary parts, but it's not as scary as I would say this game is. Like yeah. when I so the first time that, you know, a crimson head pops up in this game and then it starts fucking chasing me down the halls, I'm legitimately terrified. There's not really a part in four that I even to this day that I still get terrified at really. Yeah. Um, but it's still a damn, like, Resident Evil 4 is still a damn good game. I'm like, I'm not, this is nothing against 4, like, really, at the end of the day. Like, I would, yeah. I, it, it's, like, very close between Remake 1 and 4. And then, I would even say Remake 2 is still in that contention. It's, like, a, it's still, like, a close third. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it was gonna have to come down to either this one or 4 for me, personally. Interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. But, I, I was looking at lists. I was like, I wonder what people put on the list. A lot of people put RE seven or RE eight on their lists. Interesting, because, over 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 two or one remake or four. I don't know about that. See, eight is still too fresh for me at this point. I don't know if eight is gonna could could go over the top of those games. I I mean 7 definitely is is like a scary game has a little bit more horror to it. 7 is more horror focused for most of the game. Yeah. Um <laughs> for like 99% of it. But yeah, like I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think there's really <laughs> Okay. Not counting the spin-off games. So we're if we're just talking main series title games, I don't really think there's a like a really, really, really horrendously bad Resident Evil game that I would just absolutely refuse to play, except f- for six or five. I will still play five. I will. St- I can still have fun playing five. Hmm. Six. I don't want to put myself through that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, that's the real horror. That's the that is the real <laughs> horror. Right? That is the survival horror. If you can survive playing through Resident six. Evil six. You can do anything, baby. <laughs> well, so here's some of our suggestions. Um, again, some honorable mentions that I would yeah. include on my list: Amnesia, Dark, mm-hmm. Dark Descent, Darkness uh, Descent. Yeah, um, one of the scariest horror games I've ever played. All right, yeah. Um, that whole like insanity meter stuff is really mm-hmm. cool. Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem is another. I haven't good played one. that one. It's um, it was for the GameCube also. It's a very uh-huh. um psychological. It kind of fucks with you a lot in that. It, it does things where it, like, breaks the fourth wall and it, like, makes ah. you think, like, your GameCube shut off yeah. or, like, your save file got corrupted and stuff like that. Um, Outlast. Outlast. One of the scariest yeah. games, too. Um, and I also think there are some games where, like, just a certain level is, like, scary, like, out mm-hmm. of play. Like, uh, think of, like, Batman Arkham Asylum. You play the Scarecrow level. Scarecrow, yeah. Yeah. That's, like, a out like whoa what's happening like mm-hmm. where'd this horror movie come from and but. and even though it's not really i get it's not scary by any stretch of the imagination because it, it's just more actiony i guess but it has a lot of those gothic horror elements it's definitely borrowing from that sort of style um i would say castlevania symphony of the night uh-huh. um you know is definitely a, a would be it it's sort of like um I get, I guess not. It's not the same tone or anything, but it's kind of like comparing Ghostbusters to like, um, it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like it's it's more. Even though it's still kind of, you know, it's related to ghost. Ghostbusters is related to like ghosts and you know demons and stuff like that, but it's more funny, and you know, it is definitely more of a horror film, and it's like, 
um, Castlevania is just kind of yeah. like more actiony. You're just kind of like going through, busting up bad guys, yeah. but it's still kind of the same aesthetic, you know. And then so. again, some games that the game series that was like, would I consider that horror? But it does have horror elements, so definitely be like Last of Us, mm-hmm. where it does have like horror elements for the most part. It plays more like a straight up action game. That is more the horror of man. <laughs> yeah. So this is the, there's some fun games that you guys yeah. should check out. For sure. Uh, this this spooky season. Yep. Uh, thank you for coming by, Drew. Where yes. can they find us uh, if they want to get in contact? So, um, you guys want to go check out our Facebook and Twitter pages. Um, we're doing so right now. Actually, I'm doing a spotlight on video game villains right now for the month of October. So come in and check it out. See which villains make the cut. Um. And also just, yeah, come by, listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, um, Stitcher you know, keep uh, keep supporting us, I guess. Thank um, you for our 40 fans. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, hey, we made it a year, I guess, you know, so yeah. here's to here's another to one. Here's to another year. Hopefully we get 80 fans by the end of it. Yeah, I was going to say, could we, if we could double, uh, if we could keep doubling every year, I mean, you know. We by would... five years, we'll have like a thousand fans. Yeah, we'll have a thousand <laughs> viewers. That's nice. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Until next time. Game Ooh. On.